Know what to eat, but find yourself not eating it. Perhaps you've been on diets and off again, and just wonder why you can't stick to them. The Eating For You podcast, hosted by me, Sally Ann Pisk, will show you what's been missing so you can enjoy a healthier way of eating that lasts. Hi, Sally Ann here, and I'm looking forward to sharing some tips with you today to help you avoid overeating on Christmas Day. It does pay to have a plan. Even though it was a couple of decades ago now, I can still recall the discomfort of overeating on Christmas Day. And I have to admit, looking back, I now realize that Christmas Day was not the only day we overate in our family. But on a scale of one to five, where five is over full, Christmas Day was a 10. I just want to start with a disclaimer though. Overeating doesn't occur in every family. As with other festive days, Christmas is celebrated diversely within communities and families. In our family, food was abundant and special on this day. We followed the English tradition of a hot roast meal at lunchtime, starting with soup and ending with plum pudding. I can still recall us sitting around the dining table at Christmas with our party hats on and reading those silly jokes that came with the bonbons. Our meals were plated for us and we were expected to eat everything on our plate as for every other meal I had in the family home. The plum pudding contained coins, which encouraged us kids, especially my brother and I, to eat more than one piece and definitely more than our stomachs could comfortably hold. At the time, it was fun to hunt out the coins, but afterwards we could hardly move. There were also nuts and expensive chocolates freely available to eat. These were tempting too, as they weren't offered on other days. This was my recollection of Christmas Day right into my 30s. By this time, though, my fullness level had dropped from a 10 to 5. I want to reassure you, though, it is possible to avoid Christmas overeating. Over time, by using a mindfulness approach, I have found practical ways to enjoy Christmas Day and avoid overeating. And these have been beneficial for my clients too. So my first tip is start your own tradition. What do you want Christmas Day to be like? Whether you are the host on Christmas Day or are traveling to be with family and friends, take some time to consider what do you want your tradition to be? It is possible to Keep what you loved about your family Christmas days without excessive amounts of food. My second tip is to encourage self-serving. Allow everyone to choose how much they want to eat. Pre-plated meals with the encouragement to eat everything on your plate are a sure recipe for overeating. Self-serving your food helps to avoid Christmas overeating. Tip number three, eat lots of vegetables. Part of the reason I can still recall the discomfort on Christmas Day was due to my overeating of high fat and sugary foods. Having plenty of salads and steamed vegetables as a key part of the celebration menu keeps the meal light, satisfying and energizing. The fiber content of the vegetables helps us to stop overeating. Number four, the drive to overeat. 
before the day begins, consider what is driving you to overeat on Christmas Day. For me, there were several drivers, including keeping to the rule of having to eat everything on my plate, regardless of my hunger level, hunting for the coins in the pudding, which was a family tradition. I ate the sweet foods because I had created a story for myself that these were special foods. Number five, consider your non-alcoholic drinks. What we drink influences what and how much we eat True. How does your eating change when you drink alcohol? Perhaps a glass is okay, but beyond that, you might find yourself eating more salty or sugary foods. So if you do like to celebrate with a glass of alcohol, make sure you have plenty of non-alcoholic choices too. And my sixth tip, prioritize sleep. Being tired can be a driver for overeating. When we consistently have less than seven to nine hours of sleep a night, our stress hormones change. A rise in cortisol levels encourages us to seek out high fat and high sugar foods. And my final tip is to move. Our family's evolution of Christmas Day included a walk after lunch. While it couldn't 100% cure the overeating that occurred, it made us feel better. The walk has also been another way for us to enjoy each other's company. These seven tips can be easily applied to any day of the year. I do hope, though, that they make your Christmas day happier and healthier. I also encourage you to savour your food by being mindful of the experience of eating. You can adjust what and how much you eat. If you'd like some extra support to take control of your eating, but enjoy the freedom to eat what you like, then you are most welcome to join our free and private community on Facebook. I have included the link with this episode's notes. And if you have enjoyed our seven tips, then make sure you share this episode on your Facebook Instagram page. And thanks for listening. I wish you a very happy Christmas and I look forward to sharing with you again in the new year. You have been listening to the Eating For You podcast with Sally Ann Pisk. If you are looking for additional support to enjoy a lifelong way of healthier eating, then join our private community for women on Facebook. I have included the link to join in this episode's notes.